I'm Scott Blakeman, getting through this in Manhattan. And I'm Saunders in Los Angeles. As we've mentioned in past episodes, this podcast's audience is comprised of an extremely high percentage of geniuses. That's right. We're saying that you, our listeners, are almost all possessing of a level of brilliance that puts you in the genius category. How do we know? Well, every episode of Getting Through This is laden with pure, unbridled speculation, blended with large lumps of fully bridled truth. The fact that our listeners can discern between the two, these two and find this not only entertaining, but vitally important to their lives and the future of humans on planet Earth, well, it's conceivably a far more reliable indicator of advanced mental capability than the geeky, boring IQ tests. But here's an surprising fact that I didn't even know until I figured it out. Until this moment, a surprising number of our listeners didn't even realize they are geniuses. <laughs> if only we could see their faces right now when they learn this amazing truth about themselves in real time. So we are in awe of our listeners, but it begs a question. Actually, it begs many questions. And it's time to stop begging and demand answers. The most urgent beg question being, does the fact that our listener base is composed almost entirely of geniuses help us with the Nobel Committee? <laughs> More begged questions than answers. Well, Tommy, the geniuses that are our listeners actually enable us to spin our web of speculation and truth because knowing how smart and wise they are, why that propels us to new heights in our flights of fancy. Tommy, you and I see truth in everything we say in this podcast because speculation is merely truth that hasn't been confirmed yet. In the same way that an obscure reference is just one that someone hasn't learned yet either. Now, I do think the Nobel nominating committee will look even more favorably upon us because of you, our genius listeners, which could conceivably lead them to not only award us the first Nobel Prize for podcasting, but also have us share the award with all of you. Only Tommy and I will go to Oslo, I must stipulate, and attend the galas and after parties. But we do promise to throw a big bash for our listeners when we're back in the States. Ah, yes. And when we say big bash, well, we're talking about a party with hors d'oeuvres and champagne served by nice young would-be actors dressed in livery who approach everyone with little trays of such finger-foody delights as figs wrapped in bacon. And then they will offer little napkins to wipe away the crumbs. Scotty, everything will be thought of in advance. And the celebration, Scotty, the celebration will be for all of our fans who believed in us before we got the Nobel Prize. Uh, of course, there's some big-name celebrities who will try to crash the party, but only invitees will be admitted. And they will be you who are listening to this podcast right now, not some George Clooney come lately. In fact, the Brad Pitts and the Lady Gagas will just have to wait behind the velvet rope and gaze in wide-eyed wonder as geniuses Joe and Mary podcast listener from Dubuque stroll in blinking from the flashbulbs of the paparazzi. I'm convinced, Tommy, that our geniuses will help usher in a new era where it's once again cool to be smart. Geniuses will be highly sought after on dating apps. 
and will begin to wrest control of local and regional governments from the hands of the lowbrow, goonish, and boorish dimwits. Geniuses, they'll become the new influencers and their appeal and power will have nothing to do with their clothes or beauty regimen. It will be about their minds. And so the smart set will be a dominant force in our land, all due to the pioneering geniuses who listen to this very podcast. Oh my gosh, it's so moving and exciting. But getting back to that first post-Nobel Prize party we're planning for our fans in the United States after we serve, we receive our first Nobel Prizes, let's talk dress code. Please know that we encourage tucks and tails out of respect for the honor we've received. But as long as you just dress like geniuses that you are, you should be fine. And that means, of course, white lab coats, but also tweed jackets and corduroy pants. <laughs> Even cut-off jean shorts and flip-flops are cool, especially for geniuses coming from tropical climates. But please, no recently killed animal fur hoods with horns and no shirt and red, white, and blue face paint. That's not genius attire. But let's also talk punch bowls. And I say cut glass with multiple labels. Well, that's a good choice. I mean, I think I want to just go drill down on your fashion statement there. It is true. And I think that uh, in, in throughout history, anyone dressed in animal fur hoods and horns and no shirt and red, white, blue paste, they're never confused with a smart person. They're never no. confused with a, a gentleman. Uh, they're always scorned, rightfully so, and 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 uh, so uh, it's consistent. And again, you've given our listeners many options to wear uh, a variety of, of outfits for uh, attending uh, this grand event. And I love the the smart set. I hope will be a, sort of a remake of a 1950s, you know, Rock Hudson and Doris Day and Tony Randall film. It has that sound and look, and I could see the script font uh, in the motion picture one sheet. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely, and uh, uh, and I don't say absolutely lightly, as you know. I there, in fact, I'm 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 opposed to the way people say absolutely when, basically, they mean, yeah, that sounds like some of the things you're saying are correct, but that's that's not me. When I say absolutely, I mean absolutely everything you said. <laughs> I agree with. There's not a single thing that you said that I don't wholeheartedly that I wouldn't die on a battlefield to protect your right to say that. Well, and Tommy, that's a great point, because as you say, many people throw their word out and maybe they agree with 40%, but you literally only say it. Absolute means absolute. There's no yeah. absolutely except for that thing you said earlier. No, it's absolute. And again, I, I really don't even want to hear the word that you die in the battlefield. Let me just state now that none of the things I say should be fought for on a battlefield. They should All be right. well, it vigorously on on the news and in boxes on zoom but but not on the battlefield itself Daddy, that is so good to know i mean uh because uh, i said that and and i was even as i said that, i was thinking what am i getting myself into like yeah. what am i i mean uh <laughs> you know I, I don't want to be on a battlefield either but i i just felt like in that moment um uh, I, I, I felt that my agreement with what you'd said was so absolute that the only way I could really prove it, other than just saying the word absolutely, which is, you know, I, I, I say that with, I, I, with very, with great thought. I never just throw that word around. I guess that the, the next big step would be to prove my uh, absolute agreement by going into the battle and, and you know, fighting to the, to the finish, really. 
And, and, and as I said that, Scotty, it's so interesting. I started to sweat, not really sweat, but pre-sweat, where you can feel the sweat just formulating at the yeah. very bottom of your pores. You know what I mean? It's, yeah, yeah. It, it's going to make its journey through the pores and then finally come out onto. I felt that, that degree, and I said, whoa, buddy, hold on. <laughs> and then I, and, but I didn't know what to do. Fortunately, you came to the rescue. We all heard it just now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and no, I don't want it to. You to, let me off the hook. No, I don't want to linger anymore, that feeling of fear, really. And, and I think all of our listeners should know that uh, you can stand by someone and believe absolutely, and the need, you don't need to get a uniform and weapons and be on a battlefield. That's always a, somehow you're really proving because you go in the battlefield. No, uh, they really prove it by just, again, debating vigorously. And I, I think that's. Uh, uh, you know, and so, but, uh, but it is uh, a, a world, and I do hope, Tommy, that what we're doing and cultivating an audience of geniuses, uh, that will be the trend, and that will be a world where it's cool to be smart and just, you know, oh. geniuses, and, and uh, you know, and, and, and Wall Street guys will not be, you know, just uh, uh, praised and, and, you know, drooled over, oh, he, he has a hedge fund, but he's not a genius. No, <laughs> well, I, I'm, I, I, here's the, the, the conundrum that we're in, Scotty. And um, again, you know, uh, I don't mind being in a conundrum if it's comfortable, if yeah. there's plenty of room and it's well ventilated. Well, I was going to say ventilation is very important, yeah. <laughs> uh, but but uh, uh, the, the conundrum we're in, and, 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 and quite frankly, I prefer a conundrum with a nice view. If, 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 thank you very much. <laughs> Not just sitting in the middle of a parking lot somewhere. No, no, it's cheaper, those conundrums, but it's, you really, you know, you get what you pay for. You get, Scotty, you're so right. Uh, you, you, you could be a salesman with, with that line. No, a lot of people think all conundrums are the same, but there's levels, there's city views, there's a lot of things. If you're going to be in a conundrum, as you said so aptly, have a nice yeah. water view. A nice view, a nice, and, and, and some room to, you know, kind of stretch out, walk around and maybe maybe a, a shelf to put something on. I don't know. I mean, maybe I'm asking too much, but the, the, uh, the conundrum you put that, that we're in right now is that we're saying, you know, we, we attract geniuses to this podcast. That's the, and we've explained why that is, but we don't but we don't insist that our listeners be geniuses. And I think that's what I wanted to say. We don't you could be very, very, very smart, for example. Um, you know, just what's, what's wrong with that? What's wrong with just being very, very, very smart? Is that such a, I mean, wh when did that become uh, not good enough? Yeah, yeah. Or, uh, hey, I got to add a 3.9, uh, uh, you know, grade point. But again, we distinguish because we don't want the, the, the sullied Alex Azars and Ted Cruz's and Tom Cotton's no. of the Ivy League. No, they're not geniuses. They're no. people. They're the opposite. Faux, faux genius. And, and, and they're people who should never have been graduated by those schools. There's a shame yeah. that the, school, the schools lose points because of them. And, and I mean, a few more Alex Azars and Dartmouth will be down next to Western Missouri State. Yeah, which will be uh, already I have a better feeling about. And so, and again, it's a. Uh, Genius is also what, what it's done for us is we didn't think we were geniuses when we started. We didn't think we had any aptitude in these areas of science, mathematics, uh, all these areas. And it's not, again, this is not to be said in a lording over way or any lord reference at all. We're not better than anyone. No, but no. we just, it's a way of looking at things. And, and, uh, and that's what our listeners 
uh, embrace. Well, it's the it's the it's the power un- unlocking. I think that's what this podcast does, and I think uh, um, uh, it's it's something that I'm very proud of. The fact that we unlock the powers of the human mind, Scotty. Yeah. I mean that that's what I think. I mean that's if you want to know well, where you know what, how do you become a genius? If, if you know, and, and I get that question a lot. How do you become a genius? How how do I become a genius? Do I you know? And and I say unlock the powers of the human mind. Well, Tommy, that's already I see the book or or nineteen fifties uh, you know education like how to be you know how to become a genius. I see that in kind of block lettering fifties. Uh, and that could be a big hit. And again, it's not, you know, oh, I'm the smartest in the world. Oh, I, I no, no, a no, good no. grades. No, no, a genius is able to take all these things that we put out there and, and, and be open to flights of fancy, be open to speculative history, That's be right. open to these things. New ideas and new inventions that yeah. change how, we, how everyone thinks and acts and, and, and feels. That's all. That's basically all you have to do to become a genius. In, in our, uh, uh, or you listen to this podcast and you enjoy it. And that's also proof of geniusness and that you can take to the uh, to Mensa, I, I believe. Yeah, there is. A, well, you get credit. I think it applies to the Mensa. I don't know how Mensa works exactly. Yeah, uh, I think it's something to do with the IQ test. But I, I think the IQ test is, is a, a passe. Oh, yeah. I don't even know if they administer it anymore, but it was always this kind of thing, you know, and I don't know if I ever took one. I just always remember it was out there and the IQ test. I know. And, you know, and that's when they'd say you're a genius. His, he has an IQ of and some number. That's right. And what did that even mean? You know, but, it, but it meant something in those days. Well, this is what, what is fascinating. Before the IQ test, how did people know how smart there was? There was uh, uh, there. Uh, they measured the 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 uh, uh, forehead that literally they measured the forehead from the eyebrow to some part of the top of the scalp or something like that. And that's how you got, and we talked about this in the past. That's how you get the, uh, on this podcast is that you get uh, highbrow, lowbrow, middlebrow. Yeah, yeah. Literally those were designations by early psychi- psychologists in their effort to measure intelligence. It wasn't until 1920s that they developed the, IQ test and the army developed it, right? So because they needed to know how, who, you know, what was the minimum capability for, and, and, and they just needed, you know, to know how intelligent the recruits were. To but now how did that work though? If this was the gold standard, you know, did average people just go, uh, you should marry him. Look at that forehead. He's a brilliant man. I mean, did they, <laughs> is that the common way of? Yes. Doing- I mean, did, also, is that how you got into Harvard in those days? Well, yeah. You know, the guy would come out, I, I'd take it with a tape measure. Yes, I'd love that. Just hold your head up, please, Sam. Thank you. Hold it steady. Thank you. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Four <laughs> inches. No, sorry. Next. Yeah, well, it, it, it's... That, was, that would be a faster admissions policy. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah, uh, you just show up, and it's like, what do you... Well, again, you show up, they measure the head, and that's it. But now... Uh, a large forehead is almost those tape measures. I think that's that's. Yeah, I'm, I'm assuming they wouldn't use just a straight ruler. No, right? no, that wouldn't be as effective. And and now it seems like if you have a or large actually, forehead, it's more of a sign of derision, or it's like an odd look. No one, no one says, "Wow, that guy must be smart." So it's come falling out of favor. The the large the distance from the uh, oh, I don't even know exactly how to describe it, but as you say, the from the top of the brow to the 
top of the forehead or to the top of the of the head or something like that. Yeah. That's what used to do it. So my point is that the IQ test is not it is just the next step in our uh, our humble pathetic effort to try to uh, calculate how smart people are. But it's the stoop it's it's this geeky test of, of which circle doesn't belong. You know, all these things that you're supposed to pay attention to that maybe you're, you're not interested in. And yeah. so it misses a lot of geniuses. This, ultimately, this podcast catches all the geniuses that are left over. <laughs> and, 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 and many who I'm sure score very highly on, on uh, those geeky tests. But you're right, Scotty, those tests, uh, it's not a test that, that uh, you can, you're supposed to be able to study for and it and it tells you where you it's it purports to show you where you stand on the hierarchy of superior human beings it's outrageous that we ever had it and someday we'll look back on these tests like some sort of medieval well like measuring the eyebrow you know the forehead yeah yeah no and all these the testing in general and, and studying for the test and and it was literally you would you know forget it and it was, it was but, but you couldn't you couldn't get but here's the weird thing about the IQ test you're not supposed to be able to study that's actually not true people who are paid to take the IQ test score as many as 20% higher and 20% can be the difference between somebody of above average intelligence and uh, 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 somebody who's retarded uh, literally 20% so, oh, and we can't. We don't say that word though. Just for uh, our listeners, uh, uh, that word you just said. I guess we don't say that uh, anymore. I guess is that uh, do we say uh, another word? Uh, developmentally disabled. What is, what is the other word? I'm curious because uh, I don't know. I'm not really. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's. Uh, um, but I don't know. It's. A, I see what you're saying, Tommy. And again, we're. Yeah, we're the new cultivator of geniuses and. No, and I'm, I'm referring to the level of uh, all of those words, Scotty, you know, the, the words like idiot and moron, moron are yeah. all become offensive. To some Moron's way. a great word, though. Yeah. Being offensive. They'd be just become, uh, you know, oh, you, I, I for, I'm such a moron. I forgot. But those words used to have specific designation. And it doesn't matter. It almost doesn't matter what the word. I mean, you could say developmentally disabled, but then that will become. Uh, eventually. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. No. And it's all the intent. And obviously you said it in a, a, a perfect way and all that. It's, it's all, you know, and uh, yeah, the moron actually meant there was a, a term and it related to, you know, and that, but it's a moron. I always found a fun word to the actual designation. Yeah. That, right. You couldn't just throw the word around. The IQ test is supposed to measure against. And that yeah. really and and uh, uh and that's changed so that the person, the, so that people in, in the 1920s, when people were first tested, the average person is now, and I don't know what, what's the term that makes you know, people with very high sensibility, you know, high politically correct sensibilities will feel comfortable listening to, but they're, uh, uh, they're, let's say moron level, right? So that's, it's okay to say moron, uh, uh, but it, that's literally true that it was um, that in, in the 1920s, an average person that would now, if they took the test now, would be considered of low intelligence, which is fascinating to me because it, that shows that we're really, we, we actually are getting smarter as a 
population. Like, yeah, we'll get- yeah. I mean, it's it's, and we don't. You never see the smart people on the news because there's plenty of ignorant uh, uh, people, and they usually get the spotlight. But uh, you know, again, it's it's uh, there's less of those. Oh, no. But here's the other thing. I mean, I, I mean, I think that that's a, 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 you, you do see. I think people are much are are really very smart. Actually, I I, I don't think that that our problems are. People aren't smart enough. I think it's something else is wrong. Their their minds aren't, you know, that they, they, they aren't. Uh, they they have the they're in I don't know they're in conflict with each other and they. they well, there's a twisted nature to it. It's true because there are many so-called educated people who are among the most ignorant in other ways. So well, it's yeah. yeah. I don't think smartness is the issue. It's something else. It's it's uh, uh, what do you want? Like it's what. What are your goals? Are your goals just to, to make a career for yourself? Yeah, yeah. It's, well, it's. I think there has been a change. And also and meanness too. I think we need more just kindness, nice people. And because if you're, I always say that if you're a nice person, you can never be an idiot. You know, I think that's because that requires intelligence to be nice. And those who aren't nice and who are twisted are uh, makes them less smart. In it by by another telling so. Uh, but yeah, no, it's, this is what we hope for. And, and it is, uh, uh, here I do see this term sepia, uh, uh, sapio sexual, meaning somebody who lo- is very attracted to smart people. Sapio sexual. Right. Yeah. I've seen that on dating sites, but, um, and then there's also sepia sexual and that's people attracted to people who, who just are brown, uh, from old photos, you know, that's a, a lesser and it doesn't exist. Yeah. The um, well, the the actually though the the sapio, uh, I'm sort of a sapio kind of. I, I don't know if sapio sexual. Well, everybody that, loves. I guess people are attracted to smart. People. Not, you know, I don't want the intellectual, but uh, you know, smart is always a a nice thing. But uh, but yeah, no, it's it's fascinating. And I just uh, again, and I, I you know, it's another great thing, Tommy. Our geniuses love that. Not only do we call them that, but they are that. And so, and this is part of just discovering what you really are. That the, This could be a time discovering the genius within us. Well, that's, that's the subhead for the TED Talk. Exactly. And I think that if, if uh, that, that is probably, uh, I can see that as a discovering the genius within us as being a great uh, slogan. Um, yeah you know, in, in big letters and, and, uh, you know, I always go to chiseled in stone, but why couldn't the slogan be in, uh, uh, um, just like, uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think of like, uh, uh, say that, say that slogan again. Like it's, uh, you know, to, to discover the genius within us. Yes. Discover the genius within. It could just be, uh, something you type on the computer and it's a font. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's Uh, like I, I mean, it's not, that's pretty quick to do that. But why can't it just be in quotes, discovering the genius within us? Yeah, it'd be on a t-shirt or, a, right. yeah. And uh, No, I think that's a great, that, that could be a slogan or that tagline for uh, a number of companies that, again, we put that line out there and we don't accept, uh, well, we would accept it, we don't expect remuneration. And this is a pattern that you've seen uh, over the last, uh, you know, 300 uh, some tw- some odd shows we don't look for that i th- i mean it's funny because this is this 
uh, as we're thinking about this, this show has more interesting facts in it than almost, I mean, this particular episode, because we've actually covered some facts that nobody's talking about, the yeah. test and how the IQ, that human intelligence is changing and that people in 1920s used to be really, uh, uh, the, average, uh, the average person now is much smarter than the average person in the 1920s. And you can understand why that is. We have this Google that's just flooding us with new facts and we're constantly, uh, we're faced with all sorts of new kinds of ways of thinking about things. And, and like, you can talk to your, talk to this thing called a phone that you hold in your hand. Yeah. Yeah. Just be, as you say, easy access to knowledge of any kind at any moment in any way. You don't need to go to a library and get permission to go in the special room. You don't have to go to, like, I was thinking about how, how easy it is to get information now that we just like while we're talking you'll you'll go on google and and find out about stuff and and uh, I, I, th I thought you had done that with iq tests because you were so facile with this information that i don't think even no. the iq uh, podcasts ever deal with that i thought you were being handed it by you know assistance well i appreciate that i i was not googling as we were speaking but i thought i just so happens that it's, it's, it's a topic of great interest. The fact that, you know, a lot of these assumptions about IQ are ridiculous. The fact that you can, that, that you can up your IQ test that, that, uh, by as much as 20 points just because you get paid to take the test, that undermines the whole idea. And also, it's talk about a, a test with pressure in it. Like, you, you, you know, this is the test that sorts you out as far as where you stand on the human totem pole yeah, of, yeah. of life. Well, we had that a little bit uh, growing up. I don't know if this was in other states, but uh, when you were in uh, sixth grade, before you went to, we went to sixth grade and then started junior high in seventh. A little bit different, seven to nine. Then we went to high school. So that's how they broke it up. But there was this special progress or SP program. And Tommy, talk about nerves. That was everything. And in sixth, you took that test. And if you didn't get into the SP special progress program. I mean, that was just everything. And it, it was tremendous. And it's sixth grade at age, you know, whatever it was, 11, having that pressure of getting in that. And it was just really... Isn't that amazing? Wasn't all that different. And, and, and they, this is something I'll never forget. They named, outside of the SP classes, they numbered the classes in terms of what seemed like intelligence. So it'd be like 7-1 to 7-22. Think of the... Uh, you know, uh, with the bitterness that the guys in 722 had when, when as it happened, we had hygiene class with them from 7SPE2 with the 722. And they were nice people, and I'm sure they weren't any less smart, but they were somehow, you're no, but 22, you're morons. You know? Right. Didn't you think that they were less smart? I mean, well, I, I, maybe they weren't as smart as us, maybe, but I didn't think they were. How you want to think now. Yeah. How did you actually think at the time? And, and I'm telling and, and when you think about the way the school system is set up, it's set. It, 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 its whole culture of school is to make you uh, uh, is to diminish and, and lowerify uh, 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 and demean the less smart people and to glorify the more smart. Well, people. and to call them not smart in the beginning, not even giving them a chance, not even giving it right. So right away, schools sort of separate, not sort of, literally separate uh, 
uh, people and creates this class of child. Well, and then the honors classes, and, and that's so yes. better than just learning about math in a normal way. So, it, no, it does set up all these. And again, I would love to. I'm sure those people in 722 have had great lives and have gone on to do great things, but but uh, and I, well, but they were probably a little resentful. I mean, I'm not sure of that at all. I think I think that's something you want to say because out of niceness, but it, it's very possible that those those 722 people were diminished and they struggled in their life and and struggled to find the the, the confidence to to. Uh, to, uh, to accomplish anything. Well, I hope that once they got to high school where those numbers went away, it got better for them. But it, uh, but they rightfully had some resentment sitting there with the so-called special progress and all that. And so, yeah, it's not, a, hopefully they've gotten rid of that. It's, just, you know, certainly the, the rating system there and, and, and all that. So it is. it's good to have these high schools that have, that. You know, like We'd have the, I remember being in the highest reading group and 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 I was in the 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 top reading group when I was in second grade, and the third grade, and and I was like, of course, I'm in the top reading group, and I was proud of that stuff. But what about the kids who weren't in the top reading group? How did they? They're number two kids. Oh, that's okay. I guess you just don't read as well as the other. Like already, you've got this. You're creating this world of of inadequacy. Well, also saying you're not going to have to. You're not going to have a life where you're going to have to read much. You'll work with your hands and do that. So, yeah, hopefully they rose above it. But, yeah, there's, uh, I mean, Tommy, this is really should be on uh, being beamed out. Uh, yeah. The educators around the world. Uh, oh, I, I can't. Now, now, this really, here we do need an, a prize, if, if, it, if at all possible, uh, and even a, a more, I don't want to say more important than the Nobel Prize, but maybe one that reflects what we've accomplished in this particular part. Well, I mean, education, I'm sure. Uh, education, uh, intelligence, um, uh, genius, the nature of genius. Uh, uh, and um, we, I'm not saying we covered absolutely everything related to uh, human intelligence or the human mind in this one podcast. I'm not saying that. No, not in 30 minutes, not everything, but a large chunk of it. And again, nowhere in podcasts and television. I mean, can you imagine what it'd be like if you turned on anything, CNN, and they just had a half hour thing where people were talking about IQ tests and geniuses. You'd go, this is amazing. How is this on? You know, but it's not every, it's, it is kind of a lowbrow or just very mundane set of topics that people are exposed to these days. And, yeah. and, and, you know, when we're not out there being inventive and coming up with hilarious premises and things, we also, uh, reach in and talk about things no one else is talking about. You never know where we're going to go with this. Yeah, thing. yeah. This is not planned out, and we do, we we have a we have a beginning that's written, and 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 then uh, in the course of the time, our, our it's really the meeting of minds, Scotty. Yeah, yeah. Human minds uh, uh, ta uh, taking hold of a topic, which we started out geniuses who listen to our show and the party that we're going to throw for people after the after the, winning the Nobel Prize. Yeah. Uh, 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 so we, I, I would say it started out strong in that regard. And, but it didn't, we, we didn't stop there. No, no. And what is the nature of intelligence and, and the nature of the IQ test and, and how, the limitations, Scotty, of these, and why this podcast may be the answer to, to those problems. And you said a very good thing that I had started to fall into where, Yes, there's ignorance, but ignorance isn't necessarily uh, lack of intelligence because there are smart people 
who are some of the most ignorant uh, people in the world right now and spout things. And, and so it's and not a simple do, thing like, boy, these more they're not morons. They're just twisted. Well, they what, graduate from Harvard. Yeah, yeah. And so and then and and they Josh uh, Hawley and Oxford, uh, all these very, you know, exclusive schools. And so that's not the answer there. They have education. They have knowledge. But right. they're missing many other things. Humans are very smart to, uh, uh, in the animal kingdom. We're the smart. I'm sorry. I mean, uh, 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 porpoises and dolphins. Uh, I know I, when I was growing up, Flipper was thought to be the smartest animal in, on the planet. But uh, all he could do is go and sort of swim on his tail backwards yeah he was lovable certainly he was lovable yeah he was lovable yeah but, you know, I, I remember a biology teacher saying you know it could be that that uh, uh dolphins are smarter than humans Nah, i'm not sure i think dolphins are smart but humans are really smart and but dolphins are better they're more likable they they have a they have a smaller um footprint uh, yeah, they're uh, smiling they seem like they're always smiling and uh, but i've just become over the years you know more i just saw a little clip on youtube of a i guess a chimpanzee i always never know the difference uh a big i don't know if it was a gorilla chimpanzee seeing a magic trick it's just like something it's in a cup now it's gone and it took a point and it just laughed uproariously rolled around and and they're, they're smarter even in other ways. I mean, they get things. They have a sense of humor. Animals. I mean, your, your Oliver is not just smart, but he's. Uh, he likes to make fun, like fun noises. Yeah. Yeah. And dogs, of course. And so it's there's a lot of intelligence out there and smart people. We need to work on other things. And that's what we'll have to say for another podcast. What's yeah, missing? I don't think smarter necessarily means better. I just right. don't think no. that. But, but smart people assume that. And I don't no. think. And again, by calling our listeners geniuses, it's not saying you're the smartest people in the world. It's a genius is a whole different thing. You're able to take in information, look at the world a certain way, and that's what makes you a genius. Yeah, and 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 the fact that you can that you've made it to the end of this podcast puts you in a very well, well, now we can come up with even a, yeah. a super genius, and we'll work on that for next time. Tommy, what an incredible way to spend a President's Day uh, and. Uh, fascinating and uh uh you know i hopefully this will be it's not like the same as an iq test hopefully we could turn in this podcast and you know get a certain high high score if they you know some I think so i think that that time is coming where you can just say well i listen to you know i mean well, we've done o over 300 podcasts i've listened to 270 well, like what's your score is based on how many podcasts of getting through this you listen to yeah but if i have if I, if I have 270, that means I've listened to 270 of the podcasts. That puts me in a very high category. Yeah, yeah. Well, that would be a good least, way to... Not just a normal genius, but a no, no. level of genius. I'm much better than an IQ test. So uh, Much better. Well, much Tommy... Better. Uh, uh, precise, I think, is the other thing. Definitely. Then, well, well, Tommy, uh, um, well, I uh, remain uh, sincerely yours, Scott Blakeman. All right. Well, then, in that case... I'm going to stay Tom Saunders and we're getting through this.